Shelter in place order, self-quarantine, New Hampshire, day 12 or 13 or something like that. I am soon to be the proud owner of 10 Rhode Island Red Baby Chicks. Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. All right, all right. Well, let me just say this. Social media has been a lot of fun lately. I'm just waiting, though. I'm just waiting because... The one thing I think that would make this whole situation blow up, and the one thing that you you know, if it happened, you want to be ready for it. You want to be, you want to know what you're going to do. You want to know how to get in touch with people, is for either the internet to go down or just the grid in general to go down for any amount of time. If the internet went down for an hour, or two hours, or even thirty minutes. I think we'd see savagery in the streets of, of epic proportions. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but this is the thing. There's a, there's a difference between the people that um, that uh, prepare for things that aren't normal and the people that don't prepare for things that aren't normal. I, if I were you, I would prepare for something like that to happen. So, something, something like that to happen where the internet goes down for a certain amount of time. And um, just be ready. Be ready for it. Uh, I hope you have a, a weapon at this point, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, tr- be trusting God, but but definitely keep your powder dry, if you know what I mean. If you live in one of these uh, backwards, uh, tyrannical cities that doesn't allow you to have a gun, I might consider getting one anyway. Uh, but at the very least, get yourself a knife or a sword or, or something like that. Anyway, let's get into it. I'm just going to take a little bit of a trip through Twitter today, because that's probably enough content, I think, for an episode. Let me just take a sip of this delicious coffee. Went to the grocery store this morning, and I have to say that last week I went to the grocery store, I saw one person, one kind of didn't look like a very healthy person wearing a mask. Today, I saw probably 10, 20 people with masks, including very healthy-looking people. I was wearing gloves. I had uh, Sterilite gloves on. I did not wear my N95 mask. I'm saving my masks for when um, the coronavirus comes in its full force because here in my county in my entire county we've got six confirmed cases which means we probably have i don't know a thousand real confirmed cases um but it's not that prevalent here so i'm just i'm saving my i'm saving my stuff i'm saving my materials for when it really goes down you know what i'm saying anyway uh one more thing Ooh, before we get started too I just want to say thank you for everyone who supports me. Last night we had a Google Hangout with some of my Patreon supporters. Only two of us were on, but we had a great, super encouraging conversation. It was a lot of fun. We'll do it again this month for sure. We'll do it again. Also, uh, thank you for everyone who bought a No Despair 2020 t-shirt in April. Um, A good amount of you did, and I I really appreciate it. It supports the channel for sure. And honestly, I really don't think I could have picked a better year to to make a t-shirt that says No Despair on it, baby. That's what I'm talking about, No Despair. Did you hear Donald Trump talking to the people of New York City, telling them not to despair? That's what I'm talking about, baby. I think Donald Trump might watch the A.D. Robles YouTube channel. And if you do, Donald, hats off to you, buddy. Actually, that's I should I should give you a little more. Hats off to you, Mr. President. Anyway, let's jump into this. So there is a guy on YouTube who uh, <laughs> he's done like five, maybe five videos or maybe more about yours truly, A.D. Robles. Man, I could I I never imagined that I'd get to the point where someone would do a video about me. But this guy's done like five videos, and then I responded to one of them, kind of like a joke. I did it with the smooth AD persona, and I said that we would go back and forth, maybe ask a few questions here and there, answer them. 
And then I never did it because, you know, coronavirus blew up. And so every video has passed to be about coronavirus, right? We got to talk about that Rona. We have to talk about that Rona. Um, and so I think he started to feel a little, a little lonely, a little lonely, a little neglected. And so yesterday, or, or maybe today, I don't know. I haven't watched it. I'm not going to do this. I can't do this. I really just can't. He made a video about me. And here is the title. Ready for this one? <laughs> this is good stuff. This is good stuff. A.D. Robles, theonomist, would rather have you dead than miss church. <laughs> Can you believe that? A.D. <laughs> Robles would rather have you dead than miss church. That's the title of his video. And, you know, I, I posted on Twitter that I love when people do this. And I'm not kidding. I, I do love. Well, let me let me kind of backtrack. I don't love that people do this because this is a this is a sin. I mean, it's it's I can joke about. It. I don't take offense to it. It's it's really stupid. I don't. I'm not upset that he lied about me in this way. But this is it is a sin to lie about people. So that's I, I don't want to joke about that. That's serious. But when people misrepresent you so egregiously, it actually helps you. It actually helps you. You need to be to the point where you're not uh, a snowflake because this kind of stuff actually promotes my perspective because someone will, will will go to my video because he actually does play a good portion of my video I, I assume that's what he normally does and in the video I, I say very very clearly um, that um, churches should make their own decisions about whether or not they meet people should make their own decisions about whether or not they meet self-government is important in the biblical model of government we've got the civil government you got the church government you got the the family government and the self-government right? And so you should make decisions that make sense for you. If you're a high-risk person, you probably shouldn't go to church if there's a pandemic that could potentially kill you at a high rate, that kind of thing. That's what I've said in the video. All I, all I want to know, all I want to do is say the civil government doesn't have the authority to shut church down. And he's turned that into in his warped, confused, angry mind. <laughs> I guess he's angry. I mean, you got to be kind of angry to lie about someone like this. Although he's very, he seems very chill. He, he's very even keeled most of the time. Anyway, he's, he turned that into my, my, my declaration that you should take responsibility for your own health and make decisions that make sense for you. He turned that into, I want you dead. More than, I, I don't want you to miss church. I'd rather have you dead. <laughs> my goodness gracious. I love this because my opponents um, online and, and people that don't agree with me, they often make me look reasonable by comparison, which is very helpful because if I didn't have the insanity of people making me look reasonable, I might look crazy. Can you imagine me looking crazy? I couldn't. I'll tell you that right now. Did you watch my uh, video yesterday? This is a good one. It didn't get a lot of traction, but I thought this was funny. I'm a little offended, to be honest. This video here about me being refuted. In the video, I spray this Lysol in the air, and I was just doing it as a joke, but I accidentally sprayed it into my eye, so you'll see me, like, shake and stuff. It's, it's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, second thing I want to talk about is uh, Thabidi. Thabidi Anyabwili. Thabidi Anyabwili is wrong about almost everything. <laughs> Let's just face it. He's wrong about almost everything. Some people were sharing a tweet of his yesterday that says that that marriage points back to the garden only because because we're not going to have uh, we're not going to be given in uh, in marriage in heaven. That's what Jesus said. We're not, and people aren't given in marriage and taken in marriage and stuff in heaven. So therefore, marriage points back 
to the guard. It doesn't point forward. And that's directly that's <laughs> that's directly refuted in scripture. That's directly refuted in scripture. The scripture teaches that marriage actually points to to something greater forward, not backwards. You know what I mean? So so that's it's directly refuted. But people were sharing that and they're thinking how 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 wrong is he? But I don't even care about his theology anymore. His theology's wrong on for many reasons. But this is what what I actually care about. Here is a thread that he thinks is super important. He says he let him who has ears to hear hear thread. And then he's got the two little black fingers down there. And this is a thread about how Media watchdogs is awful and pointless, and you should stop paying attention to it. You know, the people that say the media lies and the media uh, stretches the truth and, do- and doesn't tell the truth and, and, and has a bias and has a slant. This is a thread about how those people, you shouldn't listen to them. Just listen to the media. Just listen to the mainstream media. This is amazing. Honestly, I can't trust anyone who thinks that the mainstream media is completely trustworthy and that you should you should ignore the watchdogs completely. They're pointless. There's no point to them. Just take it. Take what we give you. Just swallow. <laughs> That's what this guy's trying to get you to believe. He says, the media is not a monolith. It's not even really a thing. You know, media is you can't just say the media. And then he says, that it's not, uh, it's biased for, it's been biased forever. The media c- doesn't cover things wrong. It's, it rarely covers things wrong. It's rarely worse than the story itself, the media. And this is so funny because, like, define rarely. You ever see that Seinfeld? Define rarely. <laughs> He's talking to, uh, I'll, I'll play the clip in just a second. Then let me ask you this. <laughs> Don't you find it interesting that your friend had the foresight to purchase postal insurance for your stereo? Huh? I mean, parcels are rarely damaged during shipping. Define rarely. Frequently. <laughs> are we about through here, Newman? It's pretty hot under these lights, huh, Seinfeld? Pretty hot. Actually, I'm quite comfortable. But uh, the media is rarely worse than the story. Yeah, do you remember the Epstein story where they had the Epstein uh, story about how he liked to rape little girls? Remember that one? That's pretty bad. And then the media had the story and squashed it. That's pretty bad. I don't know if it's worse, but it's just as bad. But that's rarely. Rarely are they this bad. So, so you see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, this whole thread is basically just believe what you're told. Plebes, just believe what you're told, and anyone who questions it does not deserve your attention. That's what Thabiti Anyabwile wants you to believe. Thabiti Anyabwile is either naive or a liar himself, and I, I tend to think he's a liar himself because here's the thing: he he's defending these gatekeepers, and I think I know why he's doing that because he's a gatekeeper. The Gospel Coalition is a gatekeeper. The Gospel Coalition lies a lot, and so. If you start to question the mainstream media too much, you might start to question him a little bit too much, and you can't have that. We absolutely can't have Just believe what the Gospel Coalition tells you. That's what he wants you to do. That's pretty bad. That's way, that, To me, that's worse than his bad theology. His bad theology is bad, don't get me wrong. But but this idea that you should just, just accept it. Just accept what you're told, you peasants. I'll tell you what's what, man. Just follow the Thabidiya Yabule Twitter feed. That's all you got to do, and you'll know what's true. 
Meanwhile, he has fallen victim, and I don't think he's actually a victim. He has spread lies before by the media. He has spread lies before, so he knows the media lies because he's participated in spreading those lies, and it came to fruition that it was a lie. Remember the Covington situation for like that? He, he remembers that. He did that. He apologized for it at some point, even though he really didn't because he didn't say anything specifically. He just kind of did a general vague um, BS apology. And now he wants you to just, you know, just believe the media, though, right? Just believe them. <laughs> the media. Anya Buele. <laughs> Here's Russell Moore. Russell Moore. I have not heard this yet. I shared it yesterday because he says, in this episode, I go on a rant about Netflix Tiger King. And I said, a rant? I've been posting rants lately. I, in fact, I posted a rant about Russell Moore. Is it possible? That he's trying to maybe see how it is that I do things and maybe maybe copy me. If you look at his YouTube channel, look at the stats. Uh, he's got more subscribers than me. But if you look at video views, I, just I'm blowing this guy out of the water every day. And he must hate that. Oh, he must hate that. If you type in Russell Moore in your YouTube bar right now, my videos are going to come up in the top five. That must burn him up. That must burn him up. Hey, Russ, if you do watch my videos, I want you to know something. My budget for my uh, YouTube channel, it's like 12 bucks. <laughs> it's like 12 bucks a month. <laughs> oh, man. I bought a very cheap editing software. I got this pretty cheap camera, uh, uh, microphone, cheap camera. And then I spend $9 a month on a, uh, a YouTube kind of like assist app. And then a couple extra bucks on, a, on, an, on an email account. And that's pretty much it. That must burn you up, huh? <laughs> I get way more video views than you do, and I'm willing to bet that your budget for your YouTube channel is probably slightly more than 12 bucks a month. Probably by a magnitude of, I don't know, 10, 100. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. That must burn you up, Ross. But let's listen to your rant, because I'm pretty sure this is not going to be a rant. Let's see what it sounds Hey, this is Russell Moore, and this is Reading in Exile, where I kind of walk around my library and take out uh, books that we can talk about uh, together. Uh, last night, I found myself watching, uh, because uh, really uh, ending uh, the series, because several people have been recommending you really need to watch Tiger King on Netflix. I don't know how many of you have seen this. It is uh, not... Uh, I, I would caution you, the language is horrible, and the reality is really, really dark. So if you're not able to navigate through that, don't, don't watch it. But I was watching this documentary, which is about these competing uh, large cat uh, exotic zoo owners going at each other and, and uh, threatening to kill each other and, and having all of these plots against each other with a really dark view of human nature and then uh, after i turned it off turning to the news and seeing the calamity uh, that is all around us what we're all worried and, and burdened down with and then as i'm flipping through i came across one of these this is this is this is boring those of you who know me know there is nothing that makes me angrier uh, than prosperity gospel grifters and uh, some of them are the very same ones that really threw me into a spiritual crisis as a teenager. You know, Jim Baker, 
uh, who was out uh, scandalizing the entire world with the name of Jesus in the 1980s when I was a kid is now selling these products that if you just send him money, you can get rid of coronavirus and uh, someone else uh, standing up and saying, if you just send your seed gift, uh, God will prosper you. Uh, if you hear anybody talking that way, uh, that's likely a heretic and a lunatic together. So prosperity. Well, I got I to gotta be, I'm proud of Russell Moore here. I'm proud of Russell Moore here, guys. I just want you to know because he's he named a name. Did you see Jim Baker? He actually named someone. First of all, that's a no-no. Not supposed to do that. That's what I've been told by many an ERLC Gospel Coalition Big Eva type. But maybe it's because he thinks he's a heretic. So that's why you can name him. You can name heretics. I don't know that that's actually in the Bible that you can name heretics but not others. Um, but I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Russ, for for naming a name. But this is this is pretty lackluster for a rant. Let's give him. A, you, should we give him a few more? I think we should give him a few more minutes. I'm mean, a few more seconds to see if he gets to the rant. But uh, if this continues, Russ, I've got some advice for you on your uh, on your YouTube channel. Charity gospel. I didn't mean to go off on a rant on that, but all of those things together within just a, a few minutes. Of well, that 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 is his rant, <laughs> apparently. Uh, I will I will say though, look at this, eleven point four thousand views. So maybe, maybe he is getting his money's worth on his uh, on his YouTube channel because this is not his YouTube channel. This is his Twitter feed, so he gets a lot more views on his Twitter feed. I also do as well. Um, oh, there it is. He's got one hundred and sixty thousand followers. That's a lot. He's got 160,000 followers, and he gets uh, about you know, 12,000 views on his, on, his, on his stuff. YouTube channel is just, is just pathetic. But, but anyway, yeah, so there it is. There's, there's, his, uh, there's his rant. Uh, I would suggest Russ, uh, Russ Moore is to maybe, maybe find, uh, find uh, your, uh, your emotions a little bit more. When it comes to your rants, because it's a it's a little sparse. When you when you when you when you sell something as a rant, we're expecting to see a little fire in the belly. You know what I mean? And and I got to be honest, that was just a little bit sparse. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just not my taste. Maybe I'm just one of those uh, those evil patriarchy machismo guys that just I'm just too too harsh. I don't know. Yeah. So this week, yeah, we've been talking a lot about Romans 13 and stuff like that, and and, and all this kind of thing. I noticed that uh, a couple of jurisdictions have decided to uh, make church a essential service, so that way it would be exempted from all of these stay-at-home orders and these these anti-gathering orders and stuff like that. And so now, you Romans 13 people are in a bit of a predicament, are you not? Because Daddy has told you that you're essential. And so now, if you don't meet, are you disobeying Romans 13? They said you're essential. You got to stay open. And so if you don't stay open, my friends, now now are you, how do you balance this? You got to love your neighbor as yourself. So clearly you got to shut down church. You can't do the means of grace when there's a pandemic. Of course, love your neighbor as yourself. But on the other hand, now you've got to listen to the daddy. Your daddy told you that you're essential. That's a tough one, guys. That's a tough one. And it's fabricated because you think the government can tell you when and when you shouldn't meet for church. That's a... You see, here's the thing I've learned about God's law over the years. God's law is not ridiculous. 
God's law is not ridiculous, even in theory. And so this whole idea of, of we can make tax rates whatever we want, um, that would be a ridiculous thing for God's law to say because God's law, because because here's 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 an example. You you've got to you got to give to the Lord, right? You've got to tithe. But what if the government said tax rates are ninety nine percent? Well, now you can't tithe because you got to tithe on the gro- tithe on the gross, right? Well, actually, that's why I don't think you have to tithe on the growth be gross because um, then God's law could be made to be undoable, um, that kind of thing. That's kind of a complicated point. I, I don't want to get into that. Forget I even said anything. Anyway, I hope you found this grab bag Twitter uh, exploration helpful. Uh, let's end with my video here because I want this to get more play. I do. Let's check it out. And so, and so for those reasons and, and those Bible verses, um, that's why I think that, you know, we should, you know, consider our, our specific circumstances and our specific contexts and then decide whether or not we should meet for worship. We shouldn't let the government decide for us. And that, that's, I mean, I, I think it's a well-reasoned approach and, and, and there's a lot of biblical precedent for it and um, historical precedent for that kind of thing as well, along with the Constitution itself. That's another reason why I think Romans 13 has Love your neighbor as yourself. I'm officially an idiot. There's no question about it. There's no question about it. Check out, here's where I do the Lysol thing. (laughs) Alright, I hope you found this podcast, this video helpful. God bless.